0: Hello Internet friend, I'm David Ravel, and this is ValueSide for Thursday, February 9. For all of our articles and podcasts, visit ValueSide.com. Well today, what is the Wagner Group? We Americans are captivated by the latest new technology. Announce a new iPhone, and thousands will line up to purchase it. Give us a new fitness gadget and half the country will work out with it. Our appliances are becoming smart and our automobiles high tech and electric. But perhaps a place that technology has most influenced how we see the world is at war. For many, perhaps most of us, it was the Obama administration that transformed what was a bloody and vicious activity into a computer terminal activity. Those drones that Obama liked to use remove the soldier, and by extension the American public, from the actual battlefield. Sitting in an isolated bunker, miles from the battle, computer operators were able to initiate drone strikes, which eliminated the enemy. Now we are told that this kind of warfare was preferred by the then President Obama, as he ordered over 500 of these antiseptic airstrikes. Today, in so many ways, the war in Ukraine has brought us back to the ugly, On the ground reality of war the way it used to be. Although drones are in use in Ukraine, the primary fighting is mano a mano, a fight to death not so much removed from the way wars were fought since the Middle Ages. Standing at the center of this transition in the Ukraine battlefront is Yevgeny Prigozhin. Prigozhin is head of the Wagner Group, one of the most fearsome fighting groups in the world. But as you see here, Pergosian is as equally at home in a chef's coat as he is in battle fatigues. And that's only natural. Before Pergosian became head of the Wagner Group, he was famous as one of the best caterers and restaurant owners in Moscow. He was known as the chef to the president, as he catered many dinners for President Putin and visiting foreign dignitaries. With the Wagner Group, Pergosian has been at the tip of the spear— in leading Russia's urban warfare in the Donbass region. In many respects, it has been the troubles in the Donbass that ignited the entire conflict. At the fall of the old Soviet Union, the Donbass region was incorporated into the southeastern portion of Ukraine. But the population there was not Ukrainian. It was and is ethnic Russian, speaking the Russian language, upholding Russian traditions, as well as the Russian Orthodox Church. For years, the Russians in Donbass have been subject to Ukrainian discrimination as well as regular military incursions by especially the Azov battalion as well as regular Ukraine military. For years, the ethnic Russians of Donbass sought relief, and in 2014, the first of two Minsk conferences were convened. Unfortunately, the two Minsk agreements of 2014 and 2015 were total failures. Neither agreement stopped the fighting in the Donbass, and recent comments by German Chancellor Angela Merkel indicates that her objective at least was not to stop the fighting as much as to prepare Ukraine for a wider conflict which might include Russia. Be that as it may, just after the 2014 agreement, Prigozhin created the Wagner group, whose objective was to come to the aid of the local Russian population. So for nine long years, the Wagner Group has been fighting on Donbass soil in an ongoing struggle that began well before Russia entered this war. Today, the Wagner Private Military Company may seem like any of the other mercenary groups found throughout the world, much like the former Blackwater Group or certain portions of the CIA. But what makes Wagner so different is that they are the leaders in the effort to defeat the opposition in Donbass. Unlike the covert operations of most paramilitaries, Wagner is at the very front of all these battles, leading the way and thereby allowing Russian forces to take the support role and prepare for other battles. Now recently it was Wagner which secured the victory in Soledar, Ukraine, one of the key strategic locations in controlling the entire region. And in a political tour de force, Prigozhin got the Russian Ministry of Defense to acknowledge that it was indeed the Wagner Group that won the victory. As we are speaking, the battle continues for the capstone city in Donbass, Bakhmut. A city of more than 70,000 when the war began, should Bakhmut fall, it would mean that the entire Donbass would now come under the control of Russia and the Wagner Group. Now, recent reports coming out of Bakhmut indicate that as much as a third of the city may already be under the control of Wagner as they continue to advance. Should Russia go on to victory in Ukraine, not an impossible outcome, then much of the credit must go to a ragtag paramilitary operation called the Wagner Group and their chef-turned-warrior Yevgeny Prigozhin. And that's the Value Side for Thursday, February 9. For all of our articles and podcasts, visit ValueSide.com. I'm David Ravel. Value Side is independently written and researched. The views expressed are strictly my own.